Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this. But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet. What's up, what's happening, and welcome back in to another episode of the Uptempo Podcast. Like always, I'm your host, Blake Lane, and tonight we are here to talk about the 2022 college baseball national champions that's right folks we're here to talk about some Ole Miss baseball hey from the last team in to the national champions baby and we have a very special guest by the name of Brad Logan he will be joining us today on this episode Uh, he is the host of the Believe in Ole Miss podcast and you can also check him out on Inside the Rebels at 247 Sports so we're very excited to have Brad uh, can't wait to talk about some Ole Miss baseball. Going to ask him, maybe ask him one thing about the Ole Miss football program and that lane train over there. We know how excited we are about college football right around the corner, but I really want to hammer down this Ole Miss baseball team, man. There was a lot of guys that just, you know, I mean, Dylan Delusia shoved, stepped up, most outstanding player in Omaha. Can't say enough about guys like Jack Doherty stepping in in the biggest role you know I mean some people were conceding game one to Oklahoma already and he steps up and shoves and and uh, Tim Elko man the ultimate college baseball leader uh, you you wouldn't want anybody else on your baseball team right you know uh, the guy he just he won America over. Uh, can't wait to can't wait to ask Brad about him and then you know Mike Bianco started feeling the heat had the number one ranking at the beginning of the year They kind of fall off a little bit, find themselves in seventh in the SEC West, and then he turns the show around, okay? His arch rival, they they win it the year before with Mississippi State, and, you know, I I want to find out what was the pressure like? Was there pressure? Was the seat really getting hot like some people said it was? I can't wait to ask Brad these questions. So, guys, I'm not going to make you wait any longer. I'm going to try to get Brad in here right now, and I'm going to kick it over here to Belly Up Sports, and then we're going to make this thing happen. So, here we go. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Welcome back in, everybody, and today we're joined by a very special guest by the name of Brad Logan. He is the host of the Believe in Ole Miss podcast, and we're very excited to be here talking about some Ole Miss baseball with him today. Uh, Brad, how you doing today, man? Doing very well, thanks. Man, uh, what a magical season it was, Brad. Uh, I mean, what is the feeling like right now in Oxford, Mississippi? I know the guys come home, and uh, there's a big parade set up, and... uh, 
I mean, what is that fan base feeling right now? Well, I mean, it's a, a season that was on the brink, for lack of a better word, midway through the season. Uh, a season that, that saw a team that was facing Southeast Missouri State and uh, was, in lack of a better word, almost run midway through the season, and the season was, uh, for all intents and purposes, over. Mm-hmm. It's probably going to be a, a new head coach, uh, and a lot of change was coming. And the team kind of got high. It got high when they faced a, a really good Arkansas team in Fayetteville. Mm-hmm. I did win the series, lost two out of three. But one thing that it did do was start playing a whole lot better. Uh, you fast forward, and, and then you play a Mississippi State team that was playing pretty good at the time. Played really well. Lost that, that series two out of three, but the team was playing much better. And then they went on the road and faced uh, Mississippi State in the Governor's Cup, and that flipped the switch. They beat Mississippi State in mm-hmm. Pearl, and then the season all of a sudden started going uh, started going off at that point. You faced a really good Southern Miss team, ranked number 11 in the country, uh, and that kind of was the starting point of the run, so to speak. Uh, you beat Southern Miss, like you said, and then all of a sudden it's LSU, Missouri, and uh, that's kind of what catapulted this team that got them in the NCAA tournament. And then the rest of this is history. Well, Brad, man, I, I you know I really wanted to ask you that selection show and and when Ole Miss when that baseball team got together, man, what was the feeling like and and what was Coach Bianco's message? Did he know that they were in when they actually got together? He, he did not, and um, Ole Miss was obviously the last team in, and mm-hmm. that's that's what we learned is that Mike Buddy, the athletic director at Army, was the selection chair, and Mike. Miller said at the end of the selection committee when I interviewed him on ESPN that they were, they being Ole Miss, were the last team in, that they put them in over NC State. Mm. And the reason that they selected Ole Miss was, number one, because of the RPI. But I think uh, the second reason is that Mike talked about the sweep over LSU. But I think, personally, the win over Southern Miss during the midweek against, at that time, uh, Southern Miss was number 11 in the country. And also that midweek game, which it, it's the un, uncertified SEC game, the, the Governor's Cup game that Ole Miss looked so well and played so well against Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. Those three things, I mean, paved the way for Ole Miss to get in the tournament. And you'll remember, Ole Miss only had 14 conference wins at the time of the selection. Ole Miss won the, to the SEC tournament needing to beat Vanderbilt in that opening game, and they did not do that. And so I thought... I'll be honest, I didn't think they were in. And I, I felt comfortable. Mike didn't think they, Mike Bianco didn't think they were in either. And mm. so they kind of defied some odds. And, and they, they honestly said that once uh, the key to getting into the tournament is do what you can to uh, to make a run and take advantage of that. And to, to Mike Bianco's credit, to Ole Miss's credit, they took advantage of it. They took a run. They made a run. And, uh, and quite frankly, one of the most historic runs I've seen mm-hmm. in a while when you get a number three seed uh, in the in the regular Coral Gables Regional, run rough shot through that regional, and then all of a sudden uh, they're facing Southern Miss, who was playing red hot at the time, down in Hattiesburg in a very raucous environment. And did it get away from that series by winning two games straight? Uh, you know, I don't think anyone that's followed this team was very surprised that Ole Miss won the national championship. I think folks that are outside the program were probably pretty surprised. They, they entered the, the, uh, the College World Series red hot for sure. 
Well, Brad, man, I wanted to ask you, you know, with Mississippi State winning it last year, how much pressure was on Coach Bianco to to finally break break down and, and get this thing done and win a national championship? Well, I don't think national championship ever entered the picture of Ole Miss fans or, or, or anyone that follows the program. Mm-hmm. What did enter the picture was getting to Omaha. And Keith Carter, the director of athletics, uh, for the lack of a better word, said it's kind of, you know, Coach, this is just me, you know, I think this is what happened. I don't know this for sure, but I feel certain that Keith Carter uh, intimated to Coach Bianco, look, Coach, we need results. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, I think Mike Bianco has done incredible things for Ole Miss baseball. He is on this baseball, for the lack of a better word, because of what he's built in Oxford uh, with, with Swayze Field, the expansion that, that is that is continuing to, to go on there. There's more expansions coming with the Champions Now campaign. But what Mike Bianco has done has been phenomenal for the world of college baseball. But one thing that has eluded Mike is trips to Omaha. Mm-hmm. In 22 seasons, Mike Bianco's only been to Omaha once, and that was in 2014. And that's simply just not good enough for this fan base. Mm. And uh, I think they, they coming into the season, ranked number one in the country, I do believe that there is pressure to get to Omaha. And uh, while I don't know that's what Keith Carter told Mike, I do feel certain that the expectation was Omaha bust this year. And mm. Ole was not going to make the SEC tournament at that point, at some point during the season when they were 7-14 and 14 in the conference. I do think there was probably going to be a change made. Right or wrong, that was the decision that was probably going to happen. So to say that that ain't any pressure about what Mississippi State has done, not probably not. Mm-hmm. I, I think obviously there was some undue pressure from the fans mm-hmm. because of seeing what Mississippi State did. But Mississippi State's a program that's made it to Omaha. I don't know how many times. It's all, <laughs> almost like over the last twenty years, they go every other year. So the national championship was eluding them, but mm-hmm. Omaha was not. So it was more or less just Omaha or bust for Ole Miss. I think obviously now winning that national championship is just icing on the cake for a program now that can solidify itself as one of the top preeminent programs in college baseball uh, because it's now been to Omaha a couple of times. Now it's got that national championship, and it's got a coach that's one of the winningest coaches, not only in the SEC, but one of the winningest coaches in the in the, in the world of college baseball. So uh, I think it's really cool for the state of Mississippi to say that it's had programs uh, both uh, Ole Miss and Mississippi State that's not only won the national championship, but done it in back-to-back years the first time since, I think, 1993, uh, when Rice and Texas, I don't know Rice and Texas did it. I think it's 93. Mm-hmm. I may be wrong on the day, but I feel certain those are the two teams that did it, which is a really cool, cool thing to say. Yeah, man, it was awesome watching that magical run, uh, Brad. But, man, there's one guy I want to talk about and ask you about, and that's Tim Elko. Uh, him deciding to come back and, and, you know, just him playing on the ACL last year, that was remarkable in itself. But him coming back and, and to see him fall to his knees the other night, um, it was just absolutely incredible, man. And, and, and in my opinion, he is college baseball, and, and uh, he is what it exemplifies it and what's so great about the game, man. Could you talk a little bit about him and how he was for that Ole Miss baseball team and how big of a leader? Yeah, I'm glad you brought Tim Elko up. Tim Elko is a man of faith and someone that, mm. that doesn't shy away from his faith. And, and, in, and in fact, there was a great story written by our, our very own Jared Redding of, of Inside the Rebels on the field of the 247 Sports. And Jared mm-hmm. wrote the story in which Tim was quoted as saying that, you know, he felt like that God was leading him back to coming to Ole Miss for one more season, that there was a bigger purpose for his life. And obviously that bigger purpose was winning a national championship. His witness 
I think, says a lot about what Tim Oko, not only is a baseball player, but, but what Tim Oko is as a person. He mm. comes from a great family. Uh, his family was in Omaha the entire time. He's obviously a native of Florida. His mom and dad came to a lot of games. And Tim Oko is a good person. And you like to see good things happen to good people. But more importantly, Tim Oko is the captain of this team. And uh, he's led this team uh, spiritually. He's led them, obviously, physically by playing first base and being a really good baseball player. It just, uh, you know, Tim Oak is just one of many cogs in the wheel of what's made this team successful. You look at left fielder Kevin Graham, someone that was leading the team back when they were ranked number one in the country, goes out midway through the year with a hand injury, breaks mm-hmm. uh, some bones in his hand. The team essentially tanks after that. Uh, just doesn't play well. But they respond whenever Tim Oko, I'm sorry, when Kevin Graham comes back. And uh, it's kind of like, I think he came back prior to that Arkansas series when, when Ole Miss started playing much better as a team. And he's a large part of that. But there's so many people that have been big, big players in this team. Mm-hmm. Brian Johnson out of the bullpen has been really good down on the stretch. But I think the number one player, believe it or not, if it's not Tim Oko, is probably uh, Ryan Mallett. Mm. Mallett was a player last year that, a middle relief pitcher, and uh, he came in against Mississippi State in game three when the Rebels were winning that game, I think, three to two. And uh, after about three hits, a couple of them being doubles, Mississippi State scores a couple of runs and wins that game, and we don't hear about Mallets for the rest of the year. And I had Brian Bianco on my podcast, and I asked him just about Ryan Mallets, and he told me, he said, you know, Brian, the funny part about that is, is not only did he not quit during the offseason, he got better. He got in the weight room. Uh, he, he did some things that we needed him to do off the field. And he started the season with Mono, of all things. Oh, wow. But, but Malitz is a player, Mike tells me, that that really contemplated whether he wanted to be a part of this baseball team. Wow. And now Ole Miss fans look back on the season and, and about how an integral part of he was coming out of that bullpen against key, key games against Arizona and Miami in the mm-hmm. Coral Gables Regional. Ballots was the go-to guy out of the bullpen against Southern Miss. So he was a key component to this national championship. Although we got not seen him a lot in Omaha, he was a key uh, component into getting to Omaha. So, yeah, Tim Elko kind of was the glue for this team, I think mentally, spiritually. Uh, but, but I think more than anything, Tim Elko is a really good baseball player and uh, can really hit the baseball. You really hope someone like that can find a roster in the major league because mm. he's got big-time power. Uh, just had he struggled some hitting the curveball, but uh, has really done a lot of things down the stretch. Romans and is someone that Ole Miss fans will always remember. Mm, man, that's awesome, uh, Brad. Man, I'm a huge Auburn fan. I, I do a lot of Auburn baseball breakdowns on this podcast, and uh, I want to I want to you know ask you about the guy that kind of ruined our season, and that was Dylan Delucia, man. Uh, the turning point in 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 his season, him moving to the starting to the starting role, man, and he just absolutely shoved in Omaha. Uh, could you talk a little bit about him and and you know him winning most outstanding player in Omaha and how big was he for the Rebels? Yeah, before we get to him, let me just say this about Auburn baseball: completely turned on its head. Probably the most successful coach, Hal Baird has been the head coach at Auburn, all mm-hmm. because of a man from Avery, Mississippi, and Butch Thompson. Mm. Had a chance to visit with Butch down in Omaha. Uh, we've got some some mutual friends, and, and, and he was someone that, uh, independently, I had someone from Kentucky that followed Kentucky baseball that came to Omaha, and they were talking, 
uh, with me, and they said, hey, I just want to let you know, uh, you know Butch Thompson, and if not, this is my son, and he called his son's name, and uh, they were at, in Omaha, just out walking amongst all the buildings and kind of soaking up the college ball series. They had went just to go see the games, mm. and the little boy said, yeah, said, uh, this man was standing there with an Auburn shirt on, and he looked down at me and said, boy, you guys had a good team this year. And uh, he said, yes, sir, we did. And uh, we wish you guys the best of luck. And it was Butch Thompson. Wow. And the dad told me that Butch talked to him for 15 minutes. Didn't wow. know him from Adam's house yet. And he talked to the little boy, signed a baseball for him. And look, you know this, I know this, and your listeners probably know this, but if they don't, Butch Thompson's a really good baseball coach and someone that's probably going to bring another college world series, maybe even a national championship to Auburn. Mm. Butch Thompson's a good man. And Butch Thompson is the type of people we need in college baseball. He's been around the game for a while, probably someone that uh, should have got more of a look for that Mississippi State job when Mm -hmm. it came open. But what he's going to do at Auburn is going to be big things. He's highly paid, highly compensated. So uh, Auburn's definitely got a good one. So Mm -hmm. you ask about Dylan DeLucia, here's the thing. Mike Yanko said in the preseason press about starting pitching. Dylan DeLucia was not even mentioned in starting pitching. Little relief or any type of closures. He mm. came out of nowhere. And Dylan DeLucia is someone that will go down in history. You know, for your listeners, I'll say this. The best pitcher performance I've ever seen covering college baseball happened with Drew Pomerantz uh, on the following going on. I think it was Thursday or Friday. Mm-hmm. It was an incredible performance. Well, this is the best performance I've ever seen on DeLucia pitch on the opening night in the College Bowl Series. It'll go down in history, and it was a, it was a heck of a run. He's mm. been huge for all this, and uh, will go down in history as the greatest to ever pitch in the Magnolia State for sure. Man. Brad, man, he he was dominant. I mean, just absolutely filthy, man. Auburn just couldn't – they didn't have an answer for him. And, and talking a little bit about Butch Thompson, man, you know, I called for a lifetime contract kind of on Twitter, man. I said, hey, I said, we got to wrap him up before one of these, you know, one of these uh, higher-profile schools come in here and get him. And uh, I just – I don't want anybody else running the Auburn baseball program besides Butch, man. I absolutely uh, – I love what he's done. And I'm excited for the future of Auburn and and uh, Brad, man. I, I I really appreciate you. I know you're busy, and and I really appreciate you coming on, man. And um, you know, I'd love to have you back on here to talk some Ole Miss football. And before I let you go, real quick, I just wanted to ask you about this Ole Miss football team and and the season coming up, man. Who's going to be the starting quarterback? You know, that week one. Yeah, I mean, you know, Ole Miss went to the portal and got Jackson Dart out of USD. Mm-hmm. It looked pretty good in the spring, but uh, there appears to be a battle. I mean, Luke Altmaier, the, the guy that's kind of in the wings, it was it was waiting on uh, the departure of Matt Corral, who has gone to the NFL to the Panthers. But it's going to be battle, and, and I don't know who it's going to be. If I can mm. pin me down, it would be strictly be a guess. But I think Jackson Dart, simply because I think he may be a little more elusive out of the pocket than, than Luke Altmaier. They both look good in the spring, and, and mm-hmm. I'm excited to see uh, who comes out uh against that first game. But look, I mean, I think if you look at this team, it's set up well from a schedule standpoint, obviously win the first six games, simply because of how, how um, you know, uncompetitive it probably will be. So I'm excited to see these first six games and to see if the Rebels can start off 6-0. And, and, you know, you always got those big games against Alabama, LSU, and Arkansas on the wanes. 
Man, that's awesome, Brad. Um, like I said, man, I'd love to have you back on here. And before I let you go, could you drop your uh, your Twitter handle or any kind of social media stuff so my listeners can give you a follow? Sure, we appreciate that. Of course, I'm on Twitter at BradLogatCLTE. I do a ton of work for Inside the Rebels and Affiliate at 247 Sports at the Rebels247.com. And I would appreciate everybody being part of the network. And I appreciate you having me on today. I appreciate it, Brad, and man, have a good one, and uh, soak it all in, man, National Champs 2022. Thanks a lot. All right, Brad. Man, Brad Logan, everybody, coming on, a busy, busy day. Man, he's on the road, uh, just super busy, National Champs, went out to Omaha and everything, and, and just give me 20 minutes out of his day, man. I, I couldn't ask for a better guy to come on this podcast, and um, I really appreciate it, and his Ole Miss knowledge, and throwing it on here, and, and letting you guys hear everything behind the scenes, man. Him talking to Coach Bianco on his podcast, and, and Tim Elko, and, and Dylan Delucia, and all those guys, man, and, and Tim Elko's faith, and his relationship with Jesus Christ and all that. And I just love hearing that stuff. I love hearing it. Uh, you know, him talking about God leading him back to Ole Miss. You know, I got to come back for one more year. That's special stuff. That's super special stuff. I love these interviews and I love hearing stuff like that. And and Brad breaking it down for us and, and just talking about, you know, hey, in the, inside the program, the national championship, it wasn't a surprise. These dudes expected – once they got in the tournament, they expected to win a national championship. Outside of the program, everybody was shocked. Everybody thought it was a Cinderella story. Like I said earlier, a Cinderella story. But inside the program, inside the fan base, it wasn't. It was expected. It was expected. They had the number one ranking for a reason earlier in the year. Incredible stuff. Incredible stuff. College baseball, I mean, man, what a sport. Grow the game. Grow the game. It is absolutely beautiful to watch college baseball. Like he said, that Dylan DeLucia will go down as one of the all-time greatest pitching performances ever in college baseball history. It was. And and the the game he had against Arkansas, the complete game, just what he did in Omaha, it was absolutely incredible. And... You know, one thing I want to say about college baseball, man, is we got to get off of ESPN Plus and start getting on ESPN and ESPN2 and ESPNU a little bit more, okay? Especially when we get to the postseason. You know, I, I want to get off of ESPN Plus, man, and I want to start really running these things on ESPN, all right? I don't want to wait till we get to Omaha for everything to be on ESPN. I want midweek games on ESPNU, ESPN2. I want this thing to start blowing up, man. I really do. College baseball deserves it. It's a hell of a game. It's a hell of a game. It really is. So, with that being said, man, I appreciate Brad coming on the show, uh, Hotty toddy, man. Hell of a year. Can't wait for football season. Hopefully we can get Brad back on to talk some Rebels football, uh, you know, dive a little bit more in depth and talk about the Lane train. Lane Kiffin really got things rolling over there. Ten wins last year. Um, you know, a New Year's Six Bowl. They're rolling, man. Ole Miss Athletics is rolling. So you, you love to see it. And, you know, Brad, I can't say enough, man. So, 
That being said, man, I'm out of here. This will wrap up another episode of the Up Tempo Podcast. I appreciate each and every one of you who listen. If you can, go to Spotify, go to Apple Podcasts, give us a rating, uh, click the bell, subscribe, everything. Check out our YouTube channel. Uh, we, we might be doing another episode on that YouTube channel tonight. We're going to see how it goes, see if we can work it out, and all three of us link up and get that done. So, guys, I'll catch you on the next one. I'm out. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.